Welcome to an Attitude of Gratitude podcast, part of a series of podcasts under the Gratitude in the Workplace channel. My name is Dr. Deborah Stewart, and I'm an organizational psychologist who researches essential components of positive workplace cultures and individual wellness. These podcasts also support the Workplace Gratitude course for leaders offered through my online courses and CEO offerings. You may contact me at pictureyourselfstronger at yahoo.com for more information about courses to improve workplace culture and individual wellness. It's essential to view these podcasts as a starting point or suggestion for building an individual or workplace practice of optimism and gratitude, and the podcast should never be used as a substitute for professional counseling or direct medical advice from a doctor or other qualified clinician. When receiving therapy and guidance from your healthcare practitioner, it's important to inform them of the details of your practice of gratitude. Gratitude must be practiced at your individual comfort level while being situationally aware of the intentions and agendas of others. The research and review for the podcast and attitude of gratitude is a starting point for understanding how to build your practice of gratitude. The Gratitude in the Workplace channel podcasts and courses are suggested approaches to implementing optimism and gratitude in the workplace. However, an assessment is recommended to be conducted by the leadership of each workplace environment to discover unmet needs among the employee population before trying to implement a practice of gratitude in the workplace or educational setting. Gratitude in organizations is a low-cost, no-cost program to increase social connectedness and reciprocity in the workplace or educational setting. What does having an attitude of gratitude mean? In this podcast, we'll explore the research and literature review concerning the benefits of having an attitude of gratitude and how to personalize and optimize your practice of gratitude. According to Utah State University, cultivating gratitude can lead to tremendous benefits, and not just during times of of crisis. Uh, Some of these include improved relationships with others, having an attitude of gratitude makes us more likable, more appreciative, enhances empathy, and reduces aggression. As a result, it can help us deepen our friendships, improve our marriages and family connections, and develop new positive relationships with others. Improve mental and physical health. Gratitude helps us cope better with stress, increases self-esteem, and boosts our coping skills when challenges arise. It also boosts our immune system. Research has shown that gratitude can help individuals have more energy and more and better sleep quality. The University of Utah also uh, talks about career boost. Gratitude can lead to better decision-making, people skills, and can help boost productivity and goal achievement. Gratitude may be internally focused or externally reflective of the good in life and has a long-lasting benefit that, according to research, improves life satisfaction and positively affects others improves social connectedness and reciprocity in workplaces, social and religious groups, 
communities, and educational settings. The American Psychological Association defines gratitude as a sense of happiness and thankfulness in response to a fortunate happenstance or tangible gift. Gratitude begins with recognizing the goodness in one's life and recognizing the source of that goodness. Attitude is defined by the American Psychological Association as a relatively enduring and general evaluation of an object, person, group, issue, or concept on a dimension ranging, ranging from negative to positive. Attitudes provide summary evaluations of target objects and are often assumed to be derived from specific beliefs, emotions, and past behaviors associated with those objects. Having an attitude of gratitude is defined differently across cultures and regions. For example, in Kavajita's research of older Japanese in the city of Osaka, the question arose that while reminiscing and narrating past events clearly uh, relate to meaning-making, then what is the role of, of dwelling in the moment for maintaining a meaningful existence? The research concluded that dwelling in the moment allows for the cultivation of attitude of gratitude, which leads to meaning to a life. This attitude of gratitude binds together both reflection on the past and attention to the present moment in its fullness. The research also stated that dwelling in the moment allows for cultivation of an attitude of gratitude, often highlighting the sense of meaning in life as bound up with others. This attitude of gratitude entwines the reflection on the past with an attention to the present moment in its fullness. It also opens up space for a particular kind of hope that is grounded in the moment. Gratitude shifts the mindset and can improve a person's outlook and motivation and overall performance. Younger populations also benefit from an attitude of gratitude. Gabbana's research support the idea that implementing a gratitude, a gratitude positive psychological intervention with college uh, student athletes may have the potential to enhance well-being and decrease ill-being as evidenced by increased gratitude and sports satisfaction and perceived social support and by decreased psychological distress and athlete burnout post-intervention. Having an attitude of gratitude may be as simple as connecting to your personal religious beliefs and spiritual practice. There are over 4,000 religions, faith groups, and denominations worldwide, and many religious groups uh, express praise and thank you. Taking the time to study the importance and practice of gratitude for the good in life specific to your personal belief may provide a path to practice gratitude more consistently. For example, in the Bible, words that mean thankfulness, such as gratitude, thanksgiving, grace, or or favor, appear 157 times. The Old Testament accounts for 102 times that the word thanks or thanksgiving is used. Each religious group will guide believers into a spiritually based practice of gratitude. According to the Mindful Christian, Scripture is infused with thanksgiving to God for all of its gifts to us. Even in the midst of suffering, it's easy for us to focus our attention 
on what we do not have, to complain in all circumstances rather than to give thanks. And yet God's will for us is to give thanks. A prerequisite for giving thanks is seeing the gifts that are before us. Mindfulness is a tool for opening our eyes to what is in front of us. Through mindful, non-judgmental awareness of the present moment, our eyes are open to see the beauty and goodness in each moment of life. When we see God in His creation, moment to moment, our hearts naturally respond with gratitude and joy. Awareness of God's world leads us to gratitude. There are also social groups, charities, and volunteer groups, and foundations that practice gratitude and focus on building a culture of gratitude in the workplace, educational environment, communities, and within helping agencies. For example, the American Nurse Foundation and the Greater Good Science Center at the University of California, Berkeley, have created an implementation guide for suggesting ways to implement gratitude in healthcare settings. According to the guide, as the nursing profession and healthcare as a whole looks to address this crisis of exhaustion, burnout, and poor health among its caregivers, many healthcare leaders are turning their attention to an innovation uh, remedy, which is gratitude. Moreover, the toolkit guide for implementing a gratitude practice for nurses states that science tells us that recognizing, appreciating, and giving thanks for positive moments in our life can be a healing balm that provides a host of benefits for our mind, bodies, and relationships. According to Nursing World, a considerable body of research indicates that grateful people report higher levels of happiness and life satisfaction. In one study, grateful people were 25% happier than the other study's participants. Grateful people are more resilient to stress, get along better with others, are less depressed, achieve more, and are more helpful and generous. More specifically, in healthcare settings, research has shown that gratitude can reduce stress and depression among healthcare providers and lead to improved productivity and quality of patient support. Putting gratitude practices in the hands of nurses is one way to foster a greater health and well-being. Hardwiring gratitude into the mission and values of an organization and its members may mean a culture change. According to Ferris research, efforts to foster gratitude are most effective when they are built into organizational culture, supporting individual practice while working toward systemic change. When gratitude is practiced, encouraged by everyone from leadership to caregivers to patients, it creates a surround sound that makes gratitude part of the everyday experience across the organization. Ferris research continues by stating to build gratitude in the foundation of your organization, consider taking a comprehensive approach, creating multiple pathways for all people in your organizations to engage with gratitude practices, both individually and in groups, such as recognizing helpfulness, foster appreciation programs and gratitude expression initiatives to celebrate staff who support their colleagues, highlight abilities to help others, enable direct contact with beneficiaries of your work, foster volunteer programs, 
and channel organizational pride. Steward the opportunity to learn and build gifts and give developmental feedback and strengthen motivation. Campaigns like the Gratitude Practice for Nurses initiative that are rolled out within an organization can help to build awareness and appreciation for the benefits of gratitude under one recognizable program. In this podcast, suggestions for developing an attitude of gratitude were explored to help individuals and organizations implement a practice of gratitude that is more consistent and leads to the sustainability of a culture filled with gratitude. Thank you for listening to the podcast, An Attitude of Gratitude, which is part of the Gratitude and Workplace channel. Be sure to check out the podcast, Gratitude in Difficult Times, and 100 Ways to Promote and Express Gratitude, and Gratitude May Reduce Anxiety. As always, feel free to contact me about your gratitude thoughts and ideas for future podcasts. This is Dr. Stewart at Picture Yourself Stronger at Yahoo.com. Thank you.